And a very good morning to you from me, Father Emil, and a very warm welcome to you on Radio Veritas. And uh, I should say a very good evening to you, not a very good morning. But it's great to be with you on this beautiful Monday. It, traditionally, it's a feast of the Assumption, of course, but as you know, it's... Uh, the Assumption is being celebrated on this coming Sunday. So, what can we say? Just stay tuned to Radio Veritas and enjoy the evening prayer of the Church. So, welcome to the program as the sun sets. And let's begin this evening by asking the Lord to be with us. O oh God, come to our aid. O oh Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia.
we'd be saying the evening prayer of Monday of the fourth week of the Psalter. Psalm 135, it's a Paschal hymn. Give thanks to the Lord, for his great love is without end. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his love endures forever. Who alone has wrought marvelous works, for his love endures forever. Whose wisdom it was made the skies, for his love endures forever. Who fixed the earth firmly on the seas, for his love endures forever. Twas he who made the great lights, for his love endures forever. The sun to rule in the day, for his love endures forever. The moon and the stars in the night, for his love endures forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Give thanks to the Lord, for his great love is without end. Great and wonderful are your works, Lord God Almighty. The firstborn of the Egyptians he smote, for his love endures forever. He brought Israel out from their midst, for his love endures forever. Arm outstretched with power in his hand, for his love endures forever. He divided the Red Sea in two, for his love endures forever. He made Israel pass through the midst, for his love endures forever. He flung Pharaoh and his force in the sea, for his love endures forever. Through the desert, his people he led, for his love endures forever. Nations in their greatness he struck, for his love endures forever. Kings in their splendor he slew, for his love endures forever. King Sion, king of the Amorites, for his love endures forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his love endures forever. He let Israel inherit their land, for his love endures forever. On his servant, their land he bestowed, for his love endures forever. He remembered us in our distress, for his love endures forever. And he snatched us away from our foes, for his love endures forever. He gives food to all living things, for his love endures forever. And to the God of heaven give thanks, for his love endures forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Great and wonderful are your works, Lord God Almighty. God planned to bring all things together under Christ when the fullness of time had come. 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. He destined us in love to be His sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace, which He freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of His grace, which He lavished upon us. He has made known to us in all wisdom and insight the mystery of His will, according to His purpose, which He set forth in Christ. Now His purpose He set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time, to unite all things in Him, things in heaven, and things on earth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. God planned to bring all things together under Christ when the fullness of time had come. Our Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 19. There was a man who came to Jesus, and he asked, Master, what good deed must I do to possess eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you ask me about what is good? There is one alone who is good. But if you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. And he said, Which? These, Jesus replied, You must not kill, you must not commit adultery, you must not steal, you must not bring false witness, honor your father and mother, and you must love your neighbor as yourself. And the young man said to him, I, I have kept all these. What more do I need to do? And then Jesus said, If you wish to be perfect, go and sell what you own. Give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And then, come, follow me. But when the young man heard these words, he went away sad for he was a man of great wealth. He was a man of great wealth. You know, in the day of Matthew, when he was writing, that was in about the year 80, a long time ago, about 10 years after the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem.
Matthew was writing to encourage those young Christians in their faith. And I suppose, being who they were, they were very concerned about observing the law. And it's exactly the same as happened in the day of Jesus. As Matthew recounts this incident with the young man who comes to Jesus and he says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And you must keep the commandments, says Jesus. And very proudly he says, well, you know, I'm a good Jew. I've kept all the commandments and I continue to keep all the commandments. And then Jesus enumerates all the commandments. And notice the ones that he enumerates. They're all the commandments that have to do with your neighbor. You must not kill. You must not commit adultery. You mustn't steal. They're not the commandments about honoring God. You must observe. You must worship the Lord your God and so on. They're all relating to the relationship that he has with his neighbor. And very proudly, he puts out his chest and he says, Well, Lord, I've done all that since my youth. What more do I need to do if I need to have eternal life? And then Jesus says, Well, I can tell you something. If you wish to be perfect, right? You must observe all the commandments, yes. But you must sell what you own, give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and then come follow me. Now, Jesus is focusing still on the relationship that this young man has with his neighbor. And he says, you must sell everything you own, give the money to the poor, and then come follow me. Because he was very proud in, in the sense of saying, hey, I've kept all these commandments since my youth. What more must I do? And then Jesus says, well, you know, you're very proud because you're focusing on doing all the commandments and you're thinking that this is going to get you into heaven but you're still holding on to yourself and so Jesus says divest yourself from yourself so to speak and show concern for your neighbor go and sell what you own and give the money to the poor then you'll have treasure in heaven and then come follow me and you see that's the rub that's the problem that's the difficulty and isn't it true that we have that same kind of difficulty today ourselves, in our lives? We hold on to our riches. We hold on to the things we have. We don't want to get rid of the things. Yes, there are some. There are some wonderful philanthropic people that are very generous with what they have. But there are lots of others who have, but make as though they have not. And so Jesus is trying to say to this young man, Young man, you've done very well. You've observed all the commandments. But there's one thing you still have to get rid of, and that is yourself. How you somehow um, observe the commandments, but you're very proud about yourself, and you've got so much yourself. Get rid of that. Become somebody who divests himself of all that he has. Then do that and come follow me. So that's the difficulty, and I think today I want to pray that we will all, in our lives, come to appreciate the fact that we can observe all the commandments. We go to Mass on Sunday, we say our prayers, we, we love one another, and we do, we do all these things, all the things that the commandments ask us to do. We honor our father and mother, and we don't steal, we don't commit adultery, and we think, ha, 
I've done everything correctly. I've observed all the commandments. And therefore, I have the free ticket into the kingdom. And Jesus says, the free ticket is only going to come when you are prepared to give up everything and come follow me. And that's what is so difficult about being a Christian, to give up everything, to give up the things that we hold on to, that we turn into idols. You see, for the rich young man, Jesus, when he spoke to him, he says, you must observe all the commandments which are relating to your neighbor. But there's one commandment, well, not one commandment, but one thing which this rich young man uh, failed to see, and that was that he was making a false god out of all his possessions. Go and sell your possessions, give the money to the poor, and then come follow me. You see, Jesus didn't say you must worship the Lord your God at the beginning, but he's saying it here now. He's saying what you are worshiping is money and possessions. And that is your false god. That is the idol that you are worshiping. And Jesus says, get rid of it and then come follow me. So that we will observe all the commandments. Observing that God is our Father and that we recognize God as the only true God, the only God whom we worship, and not all the false gods and the idols that we create in our lives. Our cars and our properties and our money and our fame and all the rest of it. And that we observe all the commandments also that have to do with our neighbor. So it is a challenging gospel today, one in which we are challenged to take a good, kind, uh, cool look at ourselves and say, Lord, help me to see the things that I need to give up. And give me the grace, the strength and the courage to give up these things and to come follow you. Help me, Lord, not to make a false God out of the things that I have in my life, things like money and cars and possessions. For many, many people today, these are the idols. These are the, um, the gods that we worship in our life. And I think many people don't realize that. So, observe all the commandments relating to your neighbor. Don't worship any false gods. And remember, the false gods are our money, our wealth, and so on. And Jesus says, give it away to the poor, and then come follow me, and then you will have treasure in heaven. It's a tough one, but let's ask the Lord to give us the grace and the strength to do that to the best of our ability. Let my prayer come before you, O Lord, and let it rise in your presence like incense. Let my prayer come before you, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Let my prayer come before you, O Lord. Let my soul proclaim your greatness forever, O my God. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. 
He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let my soul proclaim your greatness forever, O my God. Now let us pray to God who never deserts those who trust in him. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Pour out your spirit on the church, and let all people see in her the greatness of your loving kindness. Be with the priests and the ministers of your church, and what they preach to others may they practice in their lives. Teach us to understand one another more deeply. By your presence, free us from prejudice and fear. And give married couples constancy and mutual understanding. May their difficulties help to deepen the love they have for each other. And pardon the sins of all our departed brothers and sisters. And may they enjoy new life in the company of your saints. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Stay with us, Lord Jesus, as evening falls. Be our companion on our way. In your mercy, inflame our hearts and raise our hope, so that in union with our brothers and sisters, we may recognize you in the scriptures and in the breaking of bread, who live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. And today is the 15th of August, and many of us know that this is actually the Feast of the Assumption, which we are transferring to the coming Sunday. So we will celebrate Assumption on this coming Sunday. But as a little peep into the Feast of the Assumption, what about this beautiful Magnificat of Johann Sebastian Bach? <laughs> Thank you. 
Isn't that magn magnificent, beautiful, the Magnificat, the beginning of the Magnificat, by Johann Sebastian Bach. And that, as I said, was just a little bit of a preview, a little bit of a peep into the Feast of the Assumption, which we are going to be celebrating in South Africa in, on this coming Sunday. And remember that Our Lady Assumed into Heaven is the patroness of our country of South Africa. So let's make a special effort this coming Sunday to go to Mass with all your brothers and sisters and pray for our country as we go through a very difficult time politically, socially and so on. And uh, why not let's ask Mary, our mother, assumed into heaven, to be our special protectress and pray for us as we face the future. Anyway, lovely being with you as they come to the end of the day on this Monday. And uh, I hope you're going to enjoy the evening, have a nice restful time, a restful, calm evening as you look forward to just being with your loved ones as we come to the end of the day. Remember that we're still in the month of August and I'm hoping that more and more people are going to help us Dominicans in the formation and the training of our young Dominicans who do so much already, working with university students, working with the sick, working with the poor, uh, even while they are studying, they do a lot of pastoral work. So if you would like to help the Dominicans this month of August, the month of our uh, the month of Saint Dominic, we are asking you to make a little contribution to the Dominican Order. I'll give you our details. It is Nedbank, Eastgate. The branch code is one nine two four zero five one nine two four zero five. The account number is one nine two four two zero two four double three, and it's Aquinas Community A Q U I N A S. So, Nedbank Eastgate, 192405, and the, bound, the account number is 1924-202-433. Right, any contribution you can make will be gratefully received, and let's see whether we can't provide some kind of monetary support for the many students we have studying for the priesthood. So we come to the end of our program. Thank you for being with me. From me, Father Emil, goodbye and God bless.